everyone. Welcome back to the Salty Teachers Podcast. Thank you for joining us. In this mini episode, we have part two of my interview with Maxine Blake. On the last episode, Maxine and I recounted the start of the pandemic and what it meant for teaching, how being true to yourself, finding your tribe, and learning to laugh can help you get through those hard times. We also talked about Maxine's hilarious book of teacher stories, Don't Poo in the Pudding Bowl. In this mini episode, Maxine and I will be sharing some of our own funny stories as well as those funny teacher stories shared by listeners. We will also be giving away a $50 teacher feature gift card to someone who shared a funny story. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. Before we get into today's episode, I want to share some exciting news about our upcoming guests. I am sitting down with some wonderful people this week and have some great episodes coming your way that I hope will truly help you. First, I'm going to be talking to Shelby Ashworth, who was just interviewed for the Wall Street Journal about her transition out of teaching. We will then talk to Christy Field, where we're going to be talking all things true teacher wellness and how to make this job sustainable. I'm sitting down with Brian Holyfield to talk all things teacher fitness. Finally, I am so excited to sit down with the owner of the Teacher Trauma Instagram page, which is one of the largest teacher social media accounts there is. So please make sure you are following and have your notification bell turned on as you are not going to want to miss these episodes. Now, please enjoy part two with Maxine Blake. teacher feature, we actually asked people to submit some of their funny stories. And I have a few and I think someone left you one. And then I was thinking just, just this week alone, I had one cute one and one one where I left school thinking these kids are crazy. So a few days ago, all my classes were in the morning and I had started to just feel like progressively worse. Like my throat was getting a little raw. Oh. But but it had also gone from like 50 degrees Fahrenheit to 20 overnight. And so normally in any other area, like, yeah, the temperature dropped. This is what this is. But, you know, I also wanted to be respectful and careful. So like messaging the school nurse and like, you know, I, I think I should test and go home. All You know, all my classes are finished. If we can just get someone to cover my kids, you know, going to PE and art, I, I think this should be okay. So she's like, yeah, I, w- I want you to go home. So I leave work around lunch. You know, the kids are like, where are you going? I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm just heading out for the day. You know, I'm, my intention was I don't want them going home telling their, their parents that I have COVID. That was the rumor yeah. that I was trying to squash. Upon my return the next day, I realized that by me not giving them more information, they have created this yep. narrative. So I come back. So I, my dog's name is Felicity. And I talk about my dog oh, all the nice time. Name. Yeah, because I, I, you know, I'm a single dog mom. You know, she is, she is my life. And that's, that's what I talk about in class. So I come back and on the board it's written, we hope Felicity feels better. And I'm like, what are they talking about? So the students come in and they're like, uh, uh, how, how, how's Felicity? Is she okay? Is she okay? I'm like, what are you guys talking about? They're like, well, 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 you left because she was sick. You left because you were sick. And so I start to unravel that it goes from I had to rush home because she was sick to she has cancer to she has died oh, by the end of the day. Oh, and I, oh. I, I was talking to one of my fellow teachers and he goes, yeah, 
they were talking about how you weren't going to be back for a long time because your dog had died. I'm like, what? Like, where did that come from? Where did this come from? But I guess in their head, because like, you know, teachers don't take off work. The only reason that I I would have left school abruptly is because something was wrong with my precious dog. You know, they're they're fifth fifth graders. They're 10 and 11. You would think that they they would have more sense about them, but no. But no. <laughs> Their imaginations are right. Yeah. So, yeah. I said, please don't put out into the universe that my dog has cancer or is dead. That's really not the kind of energy I want out there. And she's fine. And then, you know, f- Friday afternoon, I was I was like, man, I, I like to order take-in or take-out or, or I guess now it's delivery. You don't really go to get yeah. it anymore. You order in. Yeah. I love to do that on Friday because, you know, there's no tired, like, Friday evening teacher oh. tired. And I was yeah. Like, yeah, I don't I don't know what I want to eat. So I'm sitting there I'm like, "Oh, it'll be fun to like create a Google form and I'll let the kids vote on Oh, nice. on, on what I'm going to order, you know, Chinese pizza, you know, a burger." And so, you know, they're like, ah, "Is this for a date?" I'm like, <laughs> No, it's it's just going to be, you know, Felicity and myself. It's absolutely not for a date. I don't have the energy or time for that. And one of my students goes, "Miss, are you as single as a Pringle?" Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I said, oh. "Yes. Yes, I am single as a Pringle." Have you ever heard that before? Single as a Pringle? No. But you know what? <laughs> They're going to be lining up dates for you. My dad's oh, yeah. single. They're just that's my uncle, my uncle, my cousin, you know, so and so. All right, I have a few more that some people sent in on Instagram. One of them is quite quite gross, and she warned us. So, <laughs> so she said, first I have to tell you. So my last name is Metcalf, and here are some of the okay. variations that I get from her pre-K and kindergarten kids. Miss Mudcap. Oh, nice. Miss McCafe. Nice. Miss Calf, Miss Metcow, that's probably one of my favorites. And <laughs> Miss Milk Calf. <laughs> oh. Oh. And then she goes, this one's gross. She says, the week before Christmas, a student, first grader, threw up in his mask, causing a chain oh. causing a chain reaction that resulted in several others also <gasps> doing the same and going home. Cause you know how oh. like that is. <laughs> yeah oh and then she and, and then she says you know and of course i have all of the the comical stories of kids leaning back and falling backwards constantly yeah. because they don't listen to us yeah i always <laughs> say that chair has four legs not two and uh, every time yeah they don't listen my first year of teaching and i tell this to my kids who are old enough to hear it I had a student, you know, rocking in their desk and I'm like, please, you know, please stop. You know, I'm not just telling you this to tell you it's a safety. And sure enough, she goes forward. And so this is my first year of teaching. Her teeth go through her gums because she falls forward. And so I I use that story to to scare my students now. Like when we say you need to sit with like four legs on the ground, we mean it. And this is why. Oh, well, the story that I used because I taught sport was a warning to everyone, yeah. to the girls, please no nipple rings. <laughs> and to the boys, please no rings down below. Because I've had people who have got, when we were playing volleyball, themselves caught in the net. And they'd grab certain bits of their anatomy. And i go, yep, yeah, not saying anymore. 
<laughs> so, and, and that blows my yeah. mind that like you would even have to say that to students but i guess they're older yeah. right <laughs> yeah they're they're older and they, they think they have it all all yeah. right, and, and you had someone left a funny story on your uh, page, right? Let me see if I can. Okay, so this is from Banjo Jen, and she says, One of the funniest confrontations was when I walked back into the classroom, and a student was sitting at my desk at the front and said, Miss, they're all laughing at me because I don't know a word. What the hell is masturbation? I had to take her into the <laughs> corridor and explain. She then marched back into the classroom with her head held high and gave them all what for for teasing her i so admired her confidence and you have a few stories like that in your book as well oh, <laughs> yeah yeah and because i taught anatomy and physiology too they'd be really really long words and of course i taught lots of boys and boys are quite brazen and say well you know if i exercise this bit does it ex- does it help that muscle i go uh, not that muscle, and that's not a skeletal muscle, so let's just move on. <laughs> so I sometimes think they really try to embarrass me, and no, I don't get embarrassed easily. It's just, no, anything else. But, you know, I used to say, well, if you've got a question, we can chat about it at break or after mm-hmm. school if you really want to know some stuff, you know. They never did. Yeah. It was sometimes a ploy to stop the lesson. As someone who's been through some of the wildest stories I've ever read, like your book... It fits right in with that show Sex Education, which you mention as well. But that, it's brilliant. Oh. <laughs> folks listening, if you like the show Sex Education, which first of all, you need to watch it if you haven't. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was one of my pandemic binges. If you liked that, you're going to oh. you're going to love this book because it's very much in the same vein. Uh, you know, may, maybe if yeah. uh, if they come out with more seasons, they'll take some of your stories. So, you've been through it. <laughs> what what <laughs> What is your advice? for teachers who are you know trying not to lose their jobs but are also human beings like how do you get through these moments in in, in a time where if you say the wrong thing or you do like teachers aren't allowed to be human so much anymore yeah i I think kids quite often don't see teachers as being human you think Mm -hmm. i go home to a family i have a takeout i i sing in a choir and i think sometimes letting a little bit of your your humanity out or just saying this is what I did at the weekend. I made this mistake. I did this. And just say, well, what's your silly thing that you did this weekend? Or if something embarrassing, you know, happens, which I hold my hand up many, many times to me, I have to just go, well, I can't deny it's not it's not happened. I have to say, I, I'm really sorry. How would you have dealt with that? Or, I, guys, this isn't meant to happen, but, you know, we just need to move on. Mm-hmm. And also... If they're going to tease me, I'm going to have to stand there and take it. Because what am I going to do? What am I going to do? But it's about just showing a little bit more of your human side. And sometimes, starting a lesson off, just ask them how they are. And really listening. And also telling them, this is what I did. So my students knew that I used to um, dance salsa. It's a great teaching tool. Yeah. So sometimes I'd get one of the boys and say, right. You can't get the skill. Let me come out and let me teach you how to do it and get them in the hold. And they'd be absolutely petrified and thinking, no, 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 move a bit closer. Put put your hand here. You can do this. Or, you know, and then you can move and then they understand it a little bit more. Or even things like, um, 
did you have well Buffy the Vampire Slayers going back years and years yeah they had one episode when it was all singing mm-hmm. and I threatened and I'd say right today we're not talking you're just going to sing responses yeah. back to me and that and I went you know my choir we sing listen to me this is me singing or the other thing when I've been because I sing with the gospel choir too and there I've fallen off the stage a few times I've just mm-hmm. done all sorts of stuff so I just go guess what happened to me at the weekend I was doing this paid gig with this band and I fell off the back of the stage. I go, oh my God. And so they're trying to look it up and I went, no, don't worry, I can, I can show it to you. So I think it's just showing a bit more of the human side. And then they yeah. kind of let the shoulders down a bit more and they tell you stuff and you go, oh, too much detail. Some things I just don't want to know because it's a little bit too much. But I'm happy to show those kind of things to say, I can make mistakes and it's it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Yeah, and it... It gives you them know. permission to as well. Yeah. And I always think, yeah. you know, if, if a student ever comes to you with a question, you're like, oh, I think it's okay to say, let me get back to you. Let me, let me think always. on this. Let me think on yeah. this. Because that's where we can get ourselves in trouble sometimes is trying to answer oh, yeah. in the moment. And yeah. when, when we really don't maybe have the answer or we need to confer with someone else who might be more expert. But I, yeah. And I think that's a good thing because quite often I, the first thing I will say to them is I'm not the fount of all knowledge. Yeah. And I will, if you ask me a question and I don't know, I will say I will go back to you because what I want you to also do is say sometimes I don't know, but I can go and look it up. Mm-hmm. And then you can come back and tell me because then that shows your independent learning mm-hmm. rather than just write this down or do this. You're going to go away and because you're curious, you're going to go and find out for yourself and then you can let the rest of the class know. And that's always a really good, really good tool. Or say... I know somebody else in the class that knows more than me. You yeah. tell me what you think is the answer. And then it's open for discussion. And, and also, what happens in these four walls stays within these four walls. So you then get that permission for everybody to say things. And it's absolutely okay when you have things like debates and so on. Yeah, that's that's. And that's I've learned great. that yeah. over the years. So on the last segment, I always like to do things that are happening in the, in the headlines for the week. But what I wanted to do is because you are not in America, I just, what is the biggest headline right now in education where you uh, are? Last week, Thursday, the health secretary said that masks are no, no longer compulsory in schools. And you just think, well, okay. And everything's now almost back to normal. So they say, well, we, we have plan B. And they said, we have plan B because we want you to go back to plan A. And we know very well there was never any of that because they didn't make it law. And so masks are now being dropped. And that's literally everywhere. And schools are now just continuing on. All the exams are carrying on as per normal, even though things are still really, really rife. So it's just going to be interesting how, how you know teachers are going to be coping. Yeah. It really, really is. But and that that's just this week. That's tomorrow. It seems to be that we're all experiencing the same thing. So, well, thank you so much for coming on. Tell us one more time all of the places where we can find you, email you, all the information that pe- they need to know yeah. to get a hold of you. So my website is maxineblake.com and my email is maxine at maxineblake.com and you can find Maxine Blake. Dot 921 on Facebook or on Instagram. If you just Google me and you put don't poo, to be honest, <laughs> if I don't come up, some somebody somewhere is fronting as me, but it's not. You'll find me. You'll find me. Oh, I'd love to answer any questions, get in contact, 
that would be absolutely great. Yeah, and once again, and her, thank her, you so much. Her book is called Don't Poo in the Pudding Bowl, and I think it's a great gift to get your teacher colleagues, or if if you are a teacher slash parent. Um, and you want to get your child's teacher a gift. I, I think it's hilarious, and I think it's exactly yeah. I think it's exactly what teachers and school staff need right now. They need some levity because it's really heavy. Yeah, yeah, I, and that's the thing. I thought, well, there's so many educational books out there, but I want to I want people to have some downtime and to laugh at somebody else's expense, and think, yeah, I'm teaching, I'm a school that could have happened to me, or that happened to me. But oh my goodness, that's how she handled it, and and I'm still okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I've been teaching 15 years and I've never quite experienced anything that is in your book. I mean, <laughs> a lot of it is so mind-blowing. <laughs> I'm so glad that your family encouraged you to write it down. And I, I think it was your son that said, no, mom, you, you I don't think everybody's yeah. experiencing these things. <laughs> I know, but we're, we're in that bubble, aren't we? We think because it happens to us, it happens to everybody else. And he just went, no, mom. It's just you. And I think, what is it about me then? They must think it's okay to come up and tell me this stuff. Yeah, I think it goes back to your relationships with your students, which is very evident. Yeah, so I just say it's, <laughs> it's just so nice that a little thing happened to me the other day. I was in the shop, I was going to a friend's wedding and I had to buy some shoes. And you know, you get, you get the store card. Well, I've forgotten my store card. And they said, well, just go to accounts um, and they'll get you one for the day. So the woman at the accounts just put my name into the information mm -hmm. she, and I had my mask on and everything. She said, I don't mean to be rude, but did you teach at this school? And you know, as teachers, you get that anyway, don't you? So I just, I just go, oh, right, yeah. I must have taught you some years ago. And then said, I think you were my form teacher. And when she said that, mm -hmm. I knew she was going back to 1983 to 87. And I thought, oh my goodness. And then I looked and says, what's her name? And she said, oh, it's Rachel. She won't mind me saying this. I went when's your birthday and she said and, I, and she started to tell me i went no don't tell me i said your birthday is the 5th of november and she looked at me and i went oh, and you're about to become 50 and do you still go to that pentecostal church and she went oh my goodness how do you remember that but when i looked at her i could see it in her eyes i mean the hair had totally changed color but she was all there and i was we were like two giddy school children i literally skipped all the way up hill to home and go guess what happened to me today <laughs> and then we had a reunion of these now near 50 year old women who i haven't seen since about 1987 and i thought what's it going to be like because they were in their formative years just growing up i was this new teacher and then all this stuff came out and though it was just the most loveliest of things so they are really at the forefront of my new book because it's a reunion and it was just the loveliest thing so things can happen and sometimes we don't get the rewards instantly right but they happen years years from you know then and you get people coming up and saying if you you saved me from something and sometimes you don't realize and if it wasn't for you or you were a role model and that just makes my heart swell and I just think oh my goodness that's how important I was and I was just trying to get through the daily grind but now you've just affirmed how important teachers' jobs are. Yeah. And so we need protecting. Wow. You know. That's quite a way to go out. You know, teachers need protecting. Uh, yeah. Please come back. Yeah. And, you know, there, oh, there's, thank there's you. so many things that we could discuss. This has been a pleasure. And oh, for me too. I look forward to talking to you again. Thank you. Thank and you. I hope the rest of your school year goes really, really well. Please continue to write. <laughs> I will let you know. <laughs>
All right, that was our very short but sweet mini episode with Maxine Blake. Don't forget to find and follow her on Instagram, and while you're at it, make sure you're following us as well. If you're interested in ordering her book, head to her website. I will be putting all of the Instagram handles and websites in the show notes. Now for the part I'm sure several of you are waiting for. The teacher feature $50 gift card winner. This week, I had people enter to win before recording by sharing a funny teacher story with us. The winner of this week's drawing is Miss Art Teacher at Color Create Explore on Instagram. She shared many wonderful stories with us, including the one about students getting sick in their masks. So, Miss Art Teacher, if you're listening, make sure to send me a message on Instagram to claim your $50 gift card. Everyone, thank you for listening again. On Thursday's episode, I am sitting down with Shelby. If you are thinking about leaving the teaching field and are feeling unsure about how and what your options are, you're not going to want to miss this episode. Talk later, teachers. Thank you so much for listening to the Salty Teachers Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support us, please make sure you click that follow button, share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. And to catch all the latest, make sure you're following us at the Salty Teacher Podcast on Instagram. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.